Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and thrilled for you to join us live on the Voice America Network to empower your life with love. We have a great show today with an amazing guest, transforming daily irritation and stress into peace. And may the light of love surround us as we share our message and that all who hear will be uplifted and empowered with peace, grace, and ease. How are you responding to things that are happening to you right now? Are you easily agitated and irritated? Do you respond the same way to stressful situations? You know, now more than ever before, our physical and well, emotional well-being is fraught with many challenges, losses, and changes. And staying calm and being at peace keeps us healthy and is essential for our overall well-being. And it enables us to overcome problems and build resilience. You know, it is said that there are two emotions, love and fear. And I recently published an article in Savannah East, and uh, uh, the article is about four ways to find peace. And in that article, I highlighted getting quiet, setting your intention for peace, moving into stillness, and anchoring in love. And Jay Pullman's article in Savannah East uh, shared six ways to keep your mind calm and healthy. And she suggests practicing meditation regularly, approaching your support network, getting proper sleep, maintaining a healthy diet, making time for relaxation, and identifying your triggers. And this is good food for thought that puts you in charge of your well-being and making it as a priority in your every day life and to save ourselves from the upsets and chaos of inner turmoil it takes awareness and practice to maintain peace even in the midst of the most trying situations and our guest today selena matreya is always teaching coaching and inspiring her students including chakra cleansing meditations uh, meetups with her students to inspire active gratitude practice, becoming the abundance you seek, and her global clarion call 2020, leading from the heart, inspired heart-centered coaches, entrepreneurs, creative people, and spiritual teachers and healers to raise their vibrational frequency to a higher consciousness to be better for themselves and service to others. Selena is a person committed to being a transformational agent. She's an internationally celebrated lecturer, author, and teacher of practical spirituality who 
who empowers her students by showing them how to reactivate and actualize their intuitive body, their high energy field, in order to be able to respond to any chaos that lands in their daily life from one of the higher frequencies, peace, kindness, compassion, tolerance, understanding, wisdom, gratitude, and grace. And we all can benefit from a double dose of these high frequencies and incorporate them in our daily life. And she'll help us step into this light with peace, grace, and ease, transforming daily irritation and stress into peace. So on that note, I welcome Selena to our show. And Selena, it's great to have you back. Well, thank you, my dear. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here. Yes, you know, Selena, we both were authentic messengers in the book Life Sparks, Life Stories to Illuminate, Inspire, and Ignite, compiled by Tammy Blodgett. And I was so pleased to be one of the speakers for your clarion call 2020, Leading from the Heart. Uh, It was a lovely experience. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because it really was uh, a wonderful transformational experience for so many people around the world. And while we had, you know, wonderful teachers um, and and many different people, excuse me, responded to the messages and the wisdom shared, so many people, when I checked back with them, thanked me for having you on the show and very specifically mentioned your enthusiasm and your message as something, as a combination. They felt what you were saying through the vibration that you brought to the teaching. So I just wanted to share that with you and thank you for your contribution. It was very much appreciated by so many. Well, I am so glad. You do such wonderful work daily, and I really am delighted to have been a part of that and to really share my truth and empower others, because as we know, as we share and teach and we we continue to learn and grow ourselves, so I'm delighted to hear that, and thank you for sharing that. So, Selena, let's explore your background as a spiritual student and teacher. What? Why do you truly believe that all difficulty is meant to be a transformational tool? Well, you know, it's my experience. Um, I've been a, I'm about to be 66 in March, and I was introduced to the understanding of spirit, my first foray of tipping my toes in the water when I was 14. And like many others, I was in a very difficult part of my life when I was exposed to spiritual thinking, and my name was actually given to me when I was 16 years old, Selena Maitreya, by my first spiritual teacher. And through the many years since, um, I've really tipped my toes into spirit and gone back into the physical world. But in my late 20s, I was in the midst of... um, a real addiction, and it was time for me to become much more integral with myself. And so I really went back to spirituality, and I ended up being introduced to a teacher who I continue to work with 26, 27 years later, uh, who I started to work with in my 30s, and I used the information. In other words, you know, we can read books, we can go to workshops, 
but there was something about the teachings that I could see that were accessible to me in my daily life, and I worked very hard to bring them into my life. And the teachings basically revolved around a lot of what I teach today. And so I had the experience of discovering in my own life that when I made choices in my life, when I became aware of my emotions, when I became aware of my thoughts, and when I had specific spiritual tools that enabled me to access the intuitive nature, my highest realm, the love within us, uh, when I accessed that frequency, I was able to shift whatever difficulty I was in the midst of. So, so my teachings and the reason I'm so passionate about sharing this work is because I've seen how my entire life has changed dramatically, how much, how I have the choice to go to peace at any moment, and I do that continuously. And then when I started teaching 17 years ago, um, I started to see changes in my students' lives. And after my car event eight years ago, um, my whole system changed and spirit really um, came down uh, in one of their teachings to me. And I say came down because I kind of feel them, the energy of spirit entering my body. Um, and they gave me specific information that were the steps that I had been taking for the last 20 years that I could then share with others. So it's really the experience of my own life shifting so dramatically and seeing my students' lives shift as they make these very same changes that has really given me the passion to share this with students all over the world. Selena, that is so beautiful, and I really appreciate your authenticity, and I know I went through my own transformational journey, and it's amazing how these experiences help us grow and also help us teach others, and it's also amazing uh, as to how these experiences really open us up to a another level of our, our being, you know, really anchoring in love and showing us our purpose and really uh, helping us to be in touch with other tools that we probably would not have access had we not gone through those, you know, transformational experiences. I, I really love that. And, and I think you're so accurate. And I love the way you articulate it, because very often when people think of spiritual work, they think of yoga, they think of meditation, or they think woo-woo. You know, oh, it's all woo-woo. Yes. <laughs> this yes. is very much a practical tool bag. Our intuitive body, it, you know, everybody has an intuitive body. We just, as we come in, as we as energy come into physical form, <clears throat> excuse me, when we're born, and we actually have our first breath out into the world as that tiny, tiny infant, in that moment of coming into the physical world as the energy is then in a form, a body, a little baby, we are also given at that time the gift of free will. And free will is very easily defined as the opportunity to say yes or no to that tool bag that we're talking about, to that high-frequency level of love that everyone has. And because we're not conscious of it at that point as a child, because of our familial and societal conditioning, which does not value or emphasize our highest energy frequency, 
which is very real and extremely tangible, um, we move through the world as, as if it didn't exist. And through different circumstances and opportunities, we have the opportunity to remember. And then when we choose to cultivate, not just remember and acknowledge that intuitive body, the highest frequency of who we are, but we start to use it, it's really like using a muscle and it grows and it expands. And because that consciousness, that high intuitive uh, energy of love is then present and cultivated within us, our lives begin to shift dramatically. You know, that is so true. And what you said is so important that everyone has it. <laughs> we we yeah. have to access it. And that's so enlightening, so true. And uh, it's to me, it's reinforcing because I always say, take the litmus test for yourself. You know, if it works, you know, then it's reinforcing. And you really love being at that uh, that natural state of being of peace and joy and love. And you really learn that, you know, I can access this. My life doesn't have to be full of chaos and, 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 and all these negative uh, experiences. I can transcend and move forward. And as you indicated, it is a choice. We have access mm-hmm. and we do have free will. You know, you, you know, you, this is, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, please go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just going to respond to what you said because it's, it's very true. It is, and that's the very first piece of information that's the golden nugget here is that we have choice. And what is it that you have choice to do? You have choice to acknowledge the difficulty, whatever it looks like, whether it's a small irritation, whether it's a traumatic brain injury, whether it's the loss of a child, the loss of, of a job, the loss of your home, something big. It doesn't need to be the small or large doesn't matter. What matters is that to know that you have the choice to shift it, but then you need to have the tools to be able to make the transformation. And that's why it's so important that people understand and or have a process that they can use to make that shift because otherwise it's just words. As you said, each time you you have the awareness that you can make a choice, if you then take the steps that we're going to share today, which would be one process, you can really utilize any difficulty to go to peace. And then the other words I would share at this juncture are three words, one of which you've already shared with us, which is access. So we always have access to our intuitive body. And we need to acknowledge it first. We need to acknowledge the intuitive body to know it's there. We need to connect with it. We need to know how to, how to then access it. And then we need to actualize it. So the first step for so many people is just to acknowledge it because people, they don't know what that means. What does it mean to have a high frequency level of energy, which we can share in a little bit? And, and then how do I access it? And then how do I actualize it? So those are the, the four very important words, choice, acknowledge, access, and actualize. Choice, acknowledge, access, and actualize. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know, this is a uh, certainly a very interesting uh, and empowering uh, concept and a fresh outlook on 
dealing with pain and problem situations. And, you know, pain is really a, a low vibration. And unfortunately, we all experience it one way or another and uh, for some greater to a greater extreme. So regarding painful situations, uh, do we have different ways and approaches or styles in which we process pain? I think so. Um, we're, we're generally taught by our society and our families that the only way, you know, we have a variety of ways of responding to pain. Some people are brought up in families and environments where they're encouraged to stuff their feelings, to not acknowledge them, to move past them, to be strong, to, you know, to buck up. Other people, um, their parents model using difficulty as a landing pad. Oh, my God, everything's terrible. Nothing's ever going to be right. No matter what you do, it's going to be terrible. Why even bother? So that's like landing inside of the difficulty or creating stories about what happened. There are people that grow up in environments where stories about illness, stories about past trauma, stories about past difficulty are what they're constantly surrounded about. So it's being modeled for them to land inside of that pain. That's how you deal with it. Then other people aren't taught how to deal with pain. And so they find their own ways, whether it be to eat it away, sex it away, drink it away. So basically, we've been taught to either push pain away or to dive deeply into it. And one of the most amazing messages that I got was that spirit came to me very specifically, uh, I don't know how many years ago, quite a while, and said, there is one very specific reason for any pain or difficulty in your life. And the reason is for you to remember that you are loved, that you have have this tool bag of high frequency that you need to bring in. And difficulty is a representation of the lack of love within your system. Well, that is so powerful. Uh, you know, bringing forth, you know, how we learn, you know, these things are learned and modeled and we uh, go through life with this habitual way of responding and relating to all of our life events. And thank you for sharing that. We're going to continue talking about uh, 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 our topic, transforming daily irritation and stress into peace after we take a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. 
Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back. You've been listening to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love. And I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with Selena Matreya, transformational agent, internationally celebrated author, lecturer, and teacher of practical spirituality on transforming daily irritation and stress into peace. And I want to highlight a quote by Rumi. When you find a peaceful joy, that's when you are near the truth. And I know this for sure, that the truth of who we really are is peace, love, and joy. And let's return to our natural state of being. Selena will show us how. And Selena, thank you so much for sharing in that first segment you know, how we can really transform chaos into something more meaningful and healing. And uh, we, I think you're going to share with us more about your approach to a peaceful lifestyle and steps that you take. And I think you're going to entertain us with a, uh, some type of practice that will help us today. Yes, we're going to do that in a little bit. I think that, that that's important for people to have the experience of what we're talking about and what we've laid out so far is kind of the background of what we've all been surrounded by, how we've all been, you know, brought up to avoid difficulty and irritation or to dive deeply into it. And and there's so many variations of both, but we do have the opportunity to use it as what I call as an alert 
system to remind us that we need to fill our physicality, our life stream with the high frequency of love. That's the purpose spirit has shared with me for difficulty. It's an alert to let us know that we're running low. It's kind of like your computer, you know, or your Fitbit or your phone running low of battery. You get a beep beep. And that's what difficulty is. It may show up in the physical world in many different forms. But the purpose for each one of us is to not necessarily just correct what's shown up, but to correct it how through the energy of love. You know, I, I love that analogy, you know, the alert system. You know, we can really incorporate that in our daily lives. Hey, you're running low, pay attention, you know, be alert to that. And don't just go back to those natural what habitual ways of, of, of dealing with chaos, you know, those uh, patterns that really take us down the rabbit hole rapidly. Uh, you know, now many are really suffering uh, in ways that are unimaginable. And, you know, many times people nurture pain. They get stuck there, you know. How can we have a better outlook? How can people get unstuck? Because some people have this story of pain and, you know, this is what's happening. And some people may even feel that they are deserving of this or feel that it's a punishment for something that they did. So, uh, you know, we have to be alert that there are choices that we can make. And, it, you know, it's, it's, it's like surrendering to a new approach, a new way of being that's a higher level of consciousness. And Selena, thank you so much for sharing that. I love that word, the buzzword alert. <laughs> well, you're very welcome. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's exactly what it is. I think it's important to just take a step back and look at who we are because most people refer to themselves as me, as I, as a one dimensional being. But when we actually take an observation of who we are, I call myself a life stream. I would refer to you, Jean, as a life And that life stream of who we are has a physical body and a physical brain. But that life stream also has a personality that's been developed in this iteration of our life. The life stream also has a history of other lives. That life stream also has an emotional body. And it has a thinking mind. And if we use our thoughts and our emotions as alerts, Instead of landing pads, because we're trained to have our thought be where we land, have our thought or have our emotion rather be where we land. But because our life stream is also contains frequency. I mean, this has been this has been um, sussed out in science. You know, we have EKGs and EEGs, which literally measure the physical frequency in our brain and our heart. Our entire being is made of frequency, but this is one of the tools we don't utilize. It's part of our tool bag. We have the high frequency of love, the low frequency of fear, as you had said in your introduction. And so when we land inside of a difficulty, it's usually landing in that frequency of fear. When we land in, when we have a negative thought that is fueled in the brain by the frequency of fear. So since we're multidimensional beings, we have the opportunity to utilize, to recognize, to to acknowledge the frequencies, to use the words we used before. And then the way we actualize those frequencies is to have a difficult moment be not just about the moment, but have have our to be aware 
that it has a higher octave purpose. And that higher octave purpose is that alert system to remind us we need love. So let's say somebody cuts us off on the road and some people, even the most conscious person from time to time, may curse the person, may get annoyed, may be startled because they're what? They're in fear when somebody cuts them off. But if you could utilize that as an alert, oh my gosh, I just let out a curse word or or I just was in fear, I need to surround myself with love and take some breaths and calm your body down, that physical part of your your being, that multidimensionality, calm it down. You certainly can't close your eyes in the car, but you can calm yourself down and remind yourself, oh, I must need love now because I've just gone immediately to fear. So I've, my alert system is on high, so I want to take some deep breaths and I want to send love to that person and give them the grace of knowing that they maybe didn't see me, that maybe they're in a rush, and I will just calm my being down by being in grace for them. And and that is a big practice, although it seems very small, it's a big practice, but that's how we use that particular kind of difficulty to really understand that the the fear is an alert. You know, I I love that because, you know, sometimes people think that, gosh, it's going to take me a long time or, you know, this is, you know, how do I do this? But what you're saying is that this is something simple, but uh, these simple practices take consistency and awareness. And then it becomes, uh, you know, more natural to us. And I love, you know, for me, my alert system is separating out when I'm in love and when I'm in fear. And I kind of have that (laughs) imaginary red line. (laughs) And when my emotions are low vibration, it's like, okay, you're you're out of love, you're in fear. And whether that's, uh, uh, you know, anger or being annoyed or irritated or agitated, it's like, okay, you're not in love, you're in fear. And it's like, you don't want to stay in this vibration because it's going to bring you down lower and lower. And for me, if I stay there, it takes me longer to bring myself up. So when you say being alert, it's like you can kind of nip it in the bud right away, you know, reframe what you, your experiences and bring yourself back to love. Yeah, exactly. So everything that happens in the physical world happens and, and, and it has consequences for sure. But the consequence we get to choose is to use it as an alert system for a higher frequency, a higher octave purpose, which is to fill ourselves with love. So I'd love to take your audience through a practice that uses one of the most common manifestations of fear, which is the judgment of others as the opportunity to see how when we're in judgment, how we can use that judgment to shift into a frequency of acceptance and compassion and understanding. By all means, go for it. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. <laughs> so the first thing I would ask everyone to do <clears throat> is to just close their eyes. And we're going to do an abbreviated version of this. You can do this by increasing the length of time. You do any part of this practice at another time. But for the sake of today, just close your eyes and take some breath in and out through your nose. Slow, deep, and easeful. And as you begin to do this breath, begin to feel your muscles relax, 
begin to feel the thought slow down a bit. And I'd like you at this point to invoke your imagination. I invite you to invite it in. And I'd like you to remember, remember a time in the last few days where you were with someone who you know well, and they were doing something that just drove you crazy. And it doesn't even have to be someone you know. Perhaps you were at the supermarket and you needed to get out the door quickly and someone was in the eight items or less line. And they were taking their time with a full basket. Whatever this experience was where you felt you knew better, where you felt you knew what they needed to do, and you found yourself in that moment going, oh my gosh, here they go again. Why are they doing that? They should be doing this. So I invite you now to fully embrace that moment. See the people involved. See your feelings. See the experience of everything around you. And feel deeply in your body your judgment. It's okay. This is your past. Take a moment and do that now. Feel that deeply. Feel the rage. Feel the anger, the frustration. Feel the pain. And now stop the visual and take a deep breath in and blow out the air. Blow it out. You're clearing that experience from your body. And then you're going to take another deep breath in and slowly allow that breath to leave. And then I invite you to once again bring that situation into your vision. But this time, instead of allowing your emotions to respond from low frequency, say to yourself, wouldn't it be nice if, wouldn't it be nice if they hadn't cut me off on the road? Wouldn't it be nice if my partner had cleaned up after themselves? Wouldn't it be nice if my teenager was kinder to me? Whatever you were hoping for in this situation, start out with, wouldn't it be nice if, fill in the blank and feel that statement, the energy in your body fully. And notice how you feel as you say, wouldn't it be nice if. And now... And that visual, take another deep breath in and blow it out. And notice the difference between how you felt. Same situation. The first situation, you allowed yourself your judgment. You allowed yourself your anger, your fear, your frustration. How did you feel? And then look at what your experience was when you said, Wouldn't it be nice? Very different experience. 
So, Jean, if you're ready, we have, uh, I know, a few minutes before break, whether you'd like to discuss that now, share a little oh, bit about yes. your experience <laughs> or what you felt. Oh, yes. I, <laughs> in fact, I went to the grocery store <laughs> and I, I thought about it. <laughs> Because now it's like I, I try to get in and get out and, you know, especially with the, you know, our distancing and, you know, all of that. So it's not one of my most favorite places, but, but you know, and so I, I thought about, you know, I put myself into that, you know, situation. And, you know, what I think what was so amazing was you're saying that telling us to acknowledge our feelings, you know, which I, I love that because it's Always. like. You know, it's like, don't just, you know, you know, disregard our feelings. You put us in that particular situation where we had to really, you know, be there and experience the the feelings. And boy, I could feel the anxiety and the irritation and the agitation standing in the line. And then, you know, saying, well, wouldn't it be nice if, you know, really shifting the vibration instantly you know yep. the blood pressure the you know it's just the the calming effect you know wouldn't it be nice if it's, it's first so of all effective. if i wasn't so agitated <laughs> there you go and when we come back we can talk about that a lot because that's exactly it in that moment we had the choice and you took the choice to shift your state and, and, you know, I think what's so beautiful is like now when, you know, you approach these everyday life situations, you have a tool in your toolbox that can work instantly, that can bring you back to a calm state, you know. And, of course, I love the fact that you talk, that you use judgment because every day is like we're in judgment and we have to really be alert to judgment. Absolutely. No doubt mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the other aspect is, um, you know, you're looking, uh, you're sharing how, you know, as we're nurturing ourselves and shifting our vibration, um, it affects our surroundings. It affects others, you know, and you talked about situations, whether it's your spouse or your teenager or whatever. And I know we're kind of in closed quarters now and, you know, people might be a little bit more agitated or irritated with each other. And, you know, what what you're saying is that we can use this in all situations, whether it's just in our daily lives, uh, at home, you know, work situations or whatever, and it shifts the vibration. And I think what's so positive is that it can create a ripple effect for change. Truly, it can. And our life is affected by all of the different situations that you just spoke of. And we can use this in any aspect of our life that we choose. I really love that. And, you know, I think as we become more calm, Again, we affect others around us, you know, which is so empowering. And people can learn from us vicariously. And I think that's so empowering. So I think we're uh, up for a, a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more on transforming daily irritations and stress into peace with our amazing guest, Selena Matreya transformational agent, celebrated international author, lecturer, and teacher of practical spirituality. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. And if you're just joining us, we're with our amazing guest, Selena Matreya, transformational agent, celebrated author, lecturer, and teacher of practical spirituality on transforming daily irritations and stress into peace. You know, as Eric Butterworth stated, peace will come into the world as more and more men and women are possessed by the spirit of peace. And Selena, you shared some empowering strategies uh, and took us through an exercise in the last segment on approaching a peaceful lifestyle, very practical to use in our everyday life, very empowering strategy. It's like surrendering and living 
uh, our life with ease, grace, and peace. So can you just share with us what happened during that last uh, uh, experiential exercise? Absolutely. What we did, excuse me, is we utilized the energy, the frequency of judgment, because judgment is a word we use, but the action actually is a frequency, and it's, it's a manifestation of the low frequency. We, I had introduced the fact that we're multidimensional beings, and one of the dimensions is our frequency system, which is very alive and very present when we die and we're hooked up to a machine. If you have any doubts about how important our energy is, when you flatline, that really clearly means that you are deceased and that there is no energy in your body, no energy electrical energy going through the brain or the heart. So we utilized energy. We have high frequency and low frequency energy in our, in our live stream. Our high frequency is the energy of love, which has many manifestations, patience, kindness, a tolerance, understanding, grace. We have low frequency, judgment, anger, fear. And so we worked with the low frequency of judgment which everyone experiences many times during the day. And I provided a practice that gave you the opportunity to recognize it. You recognize the judgment and you shifted your response in that moment. So you had that experience of judging another and then you responded with a phrase that carried, words carry frequency, a phrase that carries open frequency. Instead of saying, oh, why did, why did you do that? Or why are you always doing this? Or why didn't you do that? We said, wouldn't it be nice if, wouldn't it be nice if you could not slam the door? Wouldn't it be nice if you could have a cup of tea for me in the morning? Wouldn't it be nice if we could sit together on the couch and enjoy some conversation at the end of the day? Instead of, why do you never talk to me? Why do you always slam yes. the door? And yes. you, you can just hear it in my voice that there's mm-hmm. a big difference. And so... In that moment of response, you came from the frequency of love. Wouldn't it be nice is an open state. It, is, it, has, it has no parameters in it. And frequency-wise, when you place yourself in that place, you are then in the frequency of the higher intuitive body of who you truly are. And so the experience is totally different. What's amazing, that's, so that's what happened. And what's amazing is what we achieved was using our judgment as an alert system. Because when you start to now hear yourself in that closed, tight, and feel yourself as well in that closed, tight state of judgment, let it be an alert for you that this is a time for me to bring in, wouldn't it be nice? And there's another phrase as well, which is, isn't that curious. And I used to use this a lot because I grew up in a place of of a lot of judgment and that was a place I really had to work hard. And so I would find myself judging people and I, as I judged them, I would say to myself, ah, isn't that curious? And very nicely so, open state. Isn't it curious that that's how they are? Isn't it curious that I would find that that I would be so negative. Isn't it curious that I would judge them? And so not only am I opening up about how they are, I'm opening up my state about myself. I'm being kind to me, giving me grace that I had 
that experience of judgment because then I'm not denigrating myself and clearing them and holding myself in negative energy. So those phrases literally take us from state to state. And this is, these are phrases that you can use throughout your day whenever you see yourself in judgment. You know, I love what you said about words carry vibration because I think we really need to understand that. And even with using those phrases, you know, it's it's just automatically calming, you know, rather yeah, than like yeah. you say, why aren't you doing this? Or why won't you do, you know, from that complaining, nagging approach to move to more, you know, wouldn't it be nice? You know, I, I and, love and that. It's, it's something so graceful about that, <laughs> you know, those very words. Very graceful. The, mm-hmm. the, the words carry vibration, Gene. Words themselves do. But also the tone, what we call tone, is actually vibration. Because I remember being a little girl, and my mother was a wonderful person, but, but, but she was also a very a person who had not been brought up with a lot of consciousness around her. Um, so she was the next generation out, right? So she had her level of consciousness, but there was a level that was still somewhat unconscious, as for many of us with the, our parents. So my mother used to say to me, why do you do that? So the words, why do you do that, could be said that way with that tone. Or those same words can be said, why do you do that? Yeah, changing the tone. That's Mm -hmm. right. So that Mm -hmm. words themselves have a frequency. And the frequency we bring to the words also matters. So I could say, isn't that curious? Very snarky. Or I could say, isn't that curious? So it's the words, but it's the vibration we bring to them. We're actually bringing ourselves from one vibration of judgment in that practice to a higher vibration where our words carry the frequency that's more expansive and open. Wow, that's powerful. Our inflection and our tone, you know, changes the vibration. Yeah, I love that. It's It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you uh, just the question, well, why are you doing that? You know, it, 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 it's like, I, I, I would like to understand you know, uh, yeah, yeah, rather than a judgment. So you can take that same phrase and change, you know, the tone of it with our inflection. Well, change, you know, the vibration with our tone and inflection. Very powerful. Right. So it doesn't help at all in this practice if we were to say, oh, isn't that curious? But it does help if we say, isn't that curious? And and, and that's such a wonderful example, I believe, of how important the vibration we hold at any moment in our life, how important the vibration is, because the words can be the same, the thoughts can be the same, but the vibration that surrounds them is what affects it. So this is how vibration is so important. Yes, and we have to give it that dose of positive energy because everything is energy and our words are energy. So, Selena, tell us uh, how our listeners can contact you and what are some things, services that you have to offer. And I think you have a giveaway for our listeners. Well, thank you. Yeah, I have been holding, um, you know, the practices that we've been talking about and how we use our daily life. I teach what's called practical spirituality and Spirit named it that. They called it practical spirituality because these are teachings and tools 
that we can bring into our daily life and we use our daily life as the opportunity to grow our consciousness. All of the things that frustrate us and are difficult are indeed the very opportunities we have to learn how to access our highest frequency and respond with the tools, a few of which we've shared today. There are also, however, outside of our daily life experiences. You mentioned them earlier when you were talking about your list that you did for Savannah of how we can create peaceful lives when you talked about going to quiet and setting intentions. Um, All of those are so important. So these external, if you will, practices that we take are helpful. That's where yoga comes in. That's where meditation comes in. And so one of the practices that I've created that I hold online for free is a service practice twice a month, and it's called a chakra cleanse. And we have some very committed people from all over the world. We have people coming from across the United States and Canada, from New Zealand, from Mexico, from Brazil, from the UK, who come on and I lead everyone through a practice where we clear the energy systems in the body from foreign energy and from any of the low frequency energy that we've created because we haven't transformed the judgments. We haven't transformed the fear and it's sitting in our system. So we clear that energy out and then spirit comes through me and speaks affirmations that are teachings for each chokra for the collective that's on the call that evening. So every call has the same process, but the teachings from spirit are different and it is free. And I would welcome anyone who's listening to join us. You can go on to my website at practical spirituality with Selena, and that's obviously S-E-L-I-N-A dot com. And on the very top left-hand corner, you'll see gift from Selena and just hit that button and it will take you to a link to sign up. And we send out messages with the Zoom links in them for the meetings. Okay. Well, well, Selena, wouldn't it be nice if we could continue this discussion? (laughs) But uh, connect with Selena and uh, get access to those tools to transform our annoying irritations into more peaceful, a a peaceful lifestyle. Thank you so much, Selena, for joining me today. So take advantage. Yes, take advantage of the plethora of resources offered by Selena and her generous gifts. Peace begins with you. It's a choice. Love yourselves enough to be peaceful. It's your responsibility to take care of yourself and find the peace within. And as we become more peaceful, we create the ripple effect for change. You know, tune in next week for another show, Enhanced Well-Being, Focus, and well Work-Life Balance with Dr. Igor Ivanik. Visit my blog page for the weekly love practice exercise, www.jeanfarisjourney.com. And feel free to email me your insights about our show and the Love Like Practices. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with you. As you raise your consciousness, you will become more peaceful, and that's a promise. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Make every moment of your life count. And remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thanks for tuning in. 
Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.